0: Happy post-Easter. Big hug to all of y'all. Here is a warning that I am going to show Joe and Jill Biden, the high IQ power couple. Now, what you're about to see is cringy and embarrassing, but it's worth a watch. Let's get started.
1: We are honored to have the president, Joe Biden, and Dr. Jill Biden. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. First of all, how, how was your Easter? It was great. We went up to Camp David and we had a... We read the whole
0: family. getting bigger and bigger grandkids, kids. We had Easter egg rolls. The family keeps growing, but of course, minus one. If you recall, we see Christmas pictures from the Bidens where they hang out stockings for their grandchildren, but they do not have one for Hunter Biden's illegitimate daughter that he had with uh, London Alexis Roberts. So, uh, I guess, you know, that's very honorable of them. Hunter Biden's uh, daughter, Navy Jones Robert, who was born out of wedlock to a stripper, is not included as one of the grandchildren in the count of Joe and Jill Biden. A real honorable family, huh? Hey,
1: Dr. Biden, the, the theme this year, education.
2: Education, don't you love the name? Like and you love education, now, So you know I'm a teacher, so that... That's what we themed this year's Easter egg roll. We have science. I know you love science.
0: Education. Okay, you know, that that could be cute, but uh, coming from the Bidens is just cringy. And is uh, is Jill Biden studying the public relations of President Trump? She says, you know, I'm a teacher. You know, I, I know you love education. I know you love science. That's one thing that President Trump does. It's a uh, it's a way of connecting with people, of, of building uh, common commonality. President Trump often says this. He says, you know, you know a lot about this or something like that when he's talking about a, a certain subject and he's talking to an interviewer or something like that. He'll say something very similar. I don't recall Jill saying things like that in the past. Not that I pay a lot of attention to Jill, but it seems like maybe she's trying to learn some politicking from the greatest non-politician politician in our lifetime, Donald John Trump.
1: Uh, What's the message that you have, you and Dr. Biden have for for our nation? We reach
0: out to somebody, do something
1: nice, just a simple act of kindness. I mean, it's not complicated and it's amazing what happens. I I, I really mean it. I just think we're we've gotten much too tense as a
0: nation. I just think we have to be a little more open.
2: A lot more kindness. Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: (laughs) A lot more kindness, says Joe Biden, who has vilified everyone that doesn't believe in his Marxist-leftist agenda. Ultra, MAGA, and other things that he uses as pejoratives to divide the nation. Yet he says that we should be kinder. Okay, now something else interesting happened. Al Roker outsmarts Joe Biden. Not that this is a hard thing to do, and that's very embarrassing, when Al Roker... A television personality outsmarts the president of the United States.
1: I was just wondering, uh, uh, Mr. President, uh, will you be uh, taking part in the Easter egg rolls uh, after planning on after twenty twenty four? Well, I plan on uh, at least three or four more Easter egg rolls. At least three or four more. Maybe maybe five. Maybe five. Maybe maybe six. What the hell? Are you are you saying that that you would be? Uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election in 2024. Well, I'll either be so rolling an egg or you know, being the 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 you know the guy who's pushing him out.
0: Come on. So Al Roker there trying to butter up um, Biden saying, you know, hey, hey, are, are you going to be uh, doing more Easter egg rolls? And Biden, not wanting to admit if he is or isn't going to run, says, yeah, I'll, I'll be doing more. But maybe, you know, bringing the eggs out or whatever, saying, hey, I'll participate, but maybe not as the president. But Al Roker, who I would never really put on my list of the smartest people in the world, doubles down on the question and outsmarts Joe Biden and gets his answer.
1: Help a, help a brother out. Make some no, news no, for no, me. No, no, I, well, I plan on running now,
0: but we're not prepared to announce it yet. All right. Al Roker got it. Joe Biden says, uh, I'm planning to run. I just haven't announced it yet. In other words, yes, I'm running. Al Roker smiles, knowing that he just outsmarted the most dim-witted president we've had in a long time. And that's saying something. That is saying something. Okay. And even the people in the studio realize what Al Roker uh, just did. All
1: right. Guys, back to you. Okay, Chief White House Correspondent yeah. Al Roker. Yeah, Al. Getting Come the scoop on, from the president and, <laughs> and Dr. Biden. Thank you for being thank with us. Thank you, guys. you. Right. That was great. really yeah. say yeah. help I brother out. I think you yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, great, Al rooker getting the scoop for NBC News. He said, help a brother out, and uh, he got it. He got the president to help a brother out and make news by announcing that he's running without yet saying that he's running. Interesting. Now, it's so funny that there was a lot of negative press. I, I missed it, but apparently I'm seeing reports that there are a lot of negative press against Melania Trump for not being with President Trump last Tuesday during his arraignment in New York why would you want to take your wife to your arraignment especially going to be out in public and you know there's a lot of crazies that are trying to do you and your family harm even if you have secret service why would you want to put your loved one in that circus if that happened to me i would probably suggest that my wife stay at home but mrs bcp wouldn't have it and she'd want to be by my side the whole time but you know what that's what Melania Trump and President Trump uh, decided to do. Just have her not be there during the whole uh, circus that was the Tuesday arraignment by uh, Georgie Porgy Zoro puppet DA Alvin Bragg. Now, just for the, those of you who want to know this, Melania Trump and President Trump had a wonderful Easter brunch together. So look. I don't. I, I can't remember what comedian it was. I think it was maybe Bill Burr, who said, "Who cares about the first lady?" Now I know, I know some of you do, but I don't. We don't elect the first lady. But since we're talking about first ladies, Melania Trump versus uh, Jill Biden, elegance, grace, smarts. There's not much of a comparison, even if one of them is Dr. Jill. Of education all right folks we've had some fun let's get into the meat of this report
3: we have breaking news police say there are multiple casualties after reports of an active shooter at a bank in downtown Louisville
0: another mass shooting boy do they want to take our rights away
3: State right
1: now, so hold your thought. Let's listen in. Metro fire and EMS where they encountered active gunshots still being fired inside the, the location at that time. The shooter was uh, confirmed to be dead on the scene. We do not know exactly
0: the circumstances of his death at this time. Now, this is breaking news as of the time I'm reco- um, recording this as uh, breaking developing news. Would it be interesting if this gunman got thwarted by a good guy with a gun? I'm not saying that happened, but it'd be interesting if that's what happened. I guess we'll find out later today.
1: Five people have been confirmed to have been killed inside. At least six were transported to University of Louisville Hospital, including one officer with various injuries. We are unable to confirm the status of those who have been transported at this time. I will reiterate that this is an ongoing investigation. This information is preliminary and it will be updated
0: shortly. Okay, folks, I just turned over to CNN just to get the latest on this story. It says, at least four people have been killed in this shooting at a bank in Louisville. At least eight people were transported to a hospital and two police officers were shot, including one who is in critical condition. Uh, Police said they believe the shooter who also died at the scene was a lone gunman and a previous bank employee. He had an AR-15 style rifle. That means absolutely nothing. And that is what we have so far. Okay. Let's uh let let's talk about how the government is after us. We're we're all according to the FBI, we're all extremists. And even myself who if you know anything about this channel, which I hope you do because you're on it and once again, they've started limiting and removing our subscriber base. But the name of this channel is Black Conservative Patriot. I've uh, joked a few times about changing it to uh, Based Conservative Patriot because, you know, I'm based, meaning I'm based on principles. Usually, based means a person who is true to themselves, true to their principles, and is not going to be swayed by the uh Philosophies du jour, whatever the current winds of popularity and political correctness and wokeness say. But apparently, using that term to describe yourself or describe others is extremism. Check this out. We have here that uh, the Heritage Foundation's oversight project filed a FOIA request and they got new documentation from the FBI. Now, the documents uh, were looking at the violent extremists looking at what they called RMVEs. I never even knew that this was a term, but it's uh, racially, ethnically motivated violent extremists. And guess what? Using terms like based, which they say RMVEs use the term to refer someone who has been converted to racist ideology or as a way of indicating ideological agreement... Or red pill, for those of you that have seen the movie The Matrix, you know, Neo is shown by Morpheus. He can take the red pill and see how the world really works or the blue pill and continue living in a lie. Red pill just means your eyes have been opened, that you see how things really work, that the government is corrupt, that they're not altruistic and out to help you and what have you. But no, red pill in the context of the FBI means that you, you adopt racist, anti-Semitic, or fascist beliefs. Wow. Absolutely wow. Well, one thing that fascists do is they disregard the law. And they make their own law. And that's what we're seeing happening right now, before our eyes openly, by the Democrats who don't like a particular Texas judge's ruling.
3: Texas federal judge blocks FDA approval of an abortion pill that's been on the market for 20 plus years, Trump appointed Judge Matthew Kaczmarek asked lawyers weeks ago if a judge had ever done something like this and the answer was
4: no. A partial victory for a group of anti-abortion advocates and doctors that had asked a federal judge to block access to the drug most widely used to induce abortions. Now, the plaintiffs had asked that judge to remove it from the market entirely, nationwide, immediately. But the judge didn't go that far. Instead, he has suspended the original approval of the drug, acknowledging the plaintiffs do have a right to sue in this case, acknowledging their arguments about safety concerns. This
3: is significant. So uh, you are probably familiar with the This abortion pill. It's known as mifepristone. It's part of a two-drug regimen known as medication abortion. But
4: there's no immediate effect of this ruling. The judge is instead giving the Justice Department seven days to appeal, something the Biden administration has almost certainly going to do very quickly. They have signaled that previously.
0: Okay, all of that transpired just as we were going into the Easter weekend. So yesterday on the Sunday shows, we have uh, Dana Bashir on CNN questioning Health and Human Services Javier Becerra about this. And their lawlessness, of course, always works in their favor. You'll see what I mean here in just a few moments.
2: Here with me now is the Secretary of Health and Human Services Javier Becerra. Thank you so much for coming in this morning. So, this Texas ruling banning Uh, mifepristone, goes into effect on Friday, unless a stay is issued. The question that women across America have right now is, will they have access to abortion medication
3: after this week? Well, now remember, uh, in the wake uh, of Roe v. Wade being overturned by the Supreme Court just last June, this has become the majority way women in the country get an abortion via these pills.
5: Well, they certainly have access today and we intend to do everything to make sure it's uh, available to them, not just in a week, but moving forward, period, because uh, Mifepristone is one of the safest and most effective medicines that we've seen over the last 20 years to help women with with their health care, especially abortion care. So uh, it is incumbent upon us as a country to make sure women have safe and effective medication uh, available.
0: Now, I very much dislike HHS Secretary Becerra. And you see here, they're really trying to get an answer out of him. Whether, if this doesn't go their way, if they should just ignore it altogether. At first, Mr. Becerra gives the right answer, respecting the rule of law. Because AOC and others have been out there since the ruling came right before Easter, that this should be ignored and things should continue As usual, we have to prevail in this. My next
2: guest, Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, thinks that the FDA should just ignore the Texas judge's ruling. And, you know, she's not alone. I'm sure you've seen some legal experts argue the FDA does have broad discretion to simply choose not to enforce a ban and allow the drug to remain on the market. So yes or no, as the HHS secretary, do you want the FDA to enforce the Texas ruling if it is upheld?
0: No punches pulled. Straightforward. Basera, if this doesn't go your way, do you guys obey the law or do you break it?
5: Uh, yes or no, we want the courts to overturn this reckless decision. Yes or no, we want yes, uh, that women continue to have access to a drug.
0: So Basera, is saying we want to go to the process of the law, appeals, and what have you. We, we, we want to go the legal route. And I don't like Becerra, but that's an honorable and the right position to take. But Dana Bash is not taking that for an answer. She wants to know if the executive branch of the former vice president, Joe Biden, is willing to disobey a judge's ruling.
2: But what if they don't act in the interim before you get to that point. In the I, I got
0: to believe
5: that an appeals court, the Supreme Court, whatever court has to understand that this ruling by this one judge overturns not just access to mifepristone, but possibly any number of drugs.
2: What
5: if they don't? That's speculation that I think is not worth engaging in.
0: That's speculation not worth engaging. Becerra's doing a good job here. And remember, I don't like Becerra, but Dana Bash does a better job and gets him to say this.
2: But are are you taking it off the table that uh, you will recommend the FDA ignore a ban?
0: Everything is on the
5: table. The president said that way back when the Dobbs decision came out. Every option is on the table.
0: Every option is on the table. He's not taking it off. So if they don't get their way, they will disobey. That's how it is. And that position, which was tweeted out and talked about and vocalized by Sandy Cortez, the Congresswoman from New York. She was the next guest with Dana Bash and she uh, unabashedly doubled down on that.
2: What you just heard uh, me ask the secretary about was something that you called on the Biden administration to do, which is just to simply ignore the court ruling. Um, That's a pretty uh, stunning position if you think about it in the the abstract about the notion of just ignoring uh, a judge's position.
0: Ignoring a judge's position... Is ignoring the law like anytime that we voice these crazy leftist activist judges passing down things as law which are ridiculous, the left is very quick to point us out as insurrectionist, disobedient, um, law breaking. But when it's on the other side and one of their hot topics like abortion, well, all of a sudden they sing a different tune.
2: So I- my question is, when this case is resolved by the Supreme Court, should the administration follow that decision if that decision ends up banning this abortion drug? Well, there is
4: an extraordinary amount of precedent for this. There is a term known as agency non-acquiescence. Um, and this has been used And for folks saying this is a first, that this is a precedent setting. It is not. The Trump administration uh, also did this very thing
0: disobedience is okay because Trump did it and the example she uses is ridiculous
4: when the Trump administration did it it was arguably through a much uh you know a a a very grave issue when it came to DACA the Trump Mm -hmm. administration was ordered to fully reinstate DACA the DACA program and they in 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 a complete defiance uh, did not do that.
0: Now, of course, this is only partially true, but there's a huge difference here. What President Trump did is by executive order and an executive order of a previous president. It wasn't law. It didn't go through a lawsuit. It didn't go to the judges and the courts. I mean, it did eventually. But President Trump's original thing was, uh, let's by executive order, undo an executive order, and he wasn't allowed to do that. Very, very different.
4: As the as what we just saw happen in this Mifepristone uh, ruling, then I believe that the, that the executive branch, and we know that the executive branch has an enforcement discretion, especially to, to, in light of a contradicting ruling coming out of Washington.
0: The gunman was killed by the police, so it was not killed by some Good guy with a gun. I mean, police are good guys with a gun in this case. Uh, But this is uh, also breaking. Louisville Metro Police have now confirmed another shooting has taken place in Louisville, only blocks from the mass shooting inside the old National Bank in downtown Louisville. Reportedly outside of Jefferson Community and Technical College, just blocks from the mass shooting. So uh, I'll have an update on that later today. It's interesting because they were passing this off as a... Classic case of workplace violence. The shooter had a known connection to the bank, possibly a former employee. And that's what, you know, that seems to be the conclusion I would draw as well. But there was another shooting just blocks away. Something's going on here, folks. And I hope we can find out what that is. Anyway, this is my uh, morning report for you on Monday. I'm sc- scouting the News and f- uh, following up and seeing... Uh, Some developing stories here. I'll have another report for you later this afternoon, early evening. Until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe uh, to this channel. If you're watching it on YouTube, make sure that you uh, follow uh, on the podcasting platforms. And don't forget to check out our uh, sister uh, YouTube channel uh, on here, the BCP Report. Links to everything are down below, as well as check out our off-platform show, BCPN Filtered. You can catch it on Patreon. You can catch it on Locals. You can catch it on Spotify. Again, links to everything I'm mentioning are down below. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless, and happy Easter.